Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on This Needs to be Read. Today's topic, I have to be transparent and let you know um, I connected with so much of what was written in this book, and I was conflicted. And the reason I was conflicted because it mirrored so much of what I experienced in my life. And for anyone who has um, experienced what they didn't even know was inappropriate behavior or abuse, and it just went along as being normal. I, I never thought I'd be this age where I actually understood looking back and, and trying to justify it, um, see if I was wrong, did I do something to deserve this, all of these questions. Well, today's guest is the author of Underwater Daughter. Um, my first question is going to be, once I invite our guest in, to tell us about that title because I was completely um, blown away. Like I said, I connected with it, but I was blown away. Not what I expected, but everything I needed. So I'm welcome to, welcoming into the conversation Antonia Degman, Degman. Did I do it right? Did I mess it up? You did Try it again. perfectly. Perfect. No, you did Great. It right. Great. Welcome to This Needs to be Read. How are you? Oh, Catherine, it's very, very nice to be here, and I, and my heart just goes out to you. Actually, listening to your introduction, so I'm here. In your pages, I can I can tell you are already here with me, and I was like, wow, what did I just read? Mm-hmm. So you are the mm-hmm. author of a memoir called Underwater Daughter, a memoir of mm-hmm. survival and healing. Um, mm-hmm. tell us about the title. How did you? Why, why is that the title? Okay, so originally, when I first started writing and decided it was going to be a memoir, I had titled it The Beauty Within because, as you alluded to, you know, you have these things that you've tucked away deep inside and all of the different conversations that go along with that. And my my purpose, I felt, was to find the beauty, the revelatory, and the holy there, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. But the publisher wasn't crazy about that title. <laughs> and so she kind of, after reading it, gave me 150 words or so, keywords drawn from the prose and said, see what you can do. And when I put those two words together, my first thought was, oh my God, they're so beautiful together. They just they just belong together. There's and I am I am someone that sort of gravitates towards uh writing w- very informed by rhythm and melody and patterns. And so that's what struck me first. There's mm-hmm. a ton of um water symbols and metaphors within the storyline. Um the ocean, the sea has always been a place of, you know, renewal and peace and mm-hmm. and unbridled joy. And so it it embodies that. But, you know, the the deep waters are also very dangerous. And they're, it's hard to be heard when you're underwater. It's hard to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be noticed. So mm-hmm. I felt like, um, you know, and, and, and then if you factor in sort of the, the child-parent relationship, it just sort of ticked all the boxes. I thought this is a perfect title for this book, for this story. I'm going to be jumping around. My next question is not directly related to the title. We will come back. I think I enjoyed you thinking of your mom as God. Mm 
I want you to talk to me a little bit more about that. Oh, I love that you highlighted that. You're the first person that's ever actually wanted to go there. So you're going to have to and, remember and me honestly, forever I'm and always. <laughs> I'm surprised, though, because it was such a major component of my belief system as a young person, as a very young person, I literally thought she was God. And mm-hmm. I could not reconcile it in my brain. It scared this. It frightened me so deeply. And yet, you know, I knew she was blood and bones and skin and and facial you know I knew she was all the human things right there in front of me and so mm-hmm. I just lived with this terror it was a real terror for me yeah well the part that I connect with on you with that is I also did not grow up with religion in the home not in the the way I'm learning the world did you go to church you know one day a week or maybe right. for bible study you know who your pastor right. is they, there's programs and stuff none of that uh, what was mm-hmm. consistent was the Bible, the big family Bible. I didn't know it was a big family Bible until mm-hmm. later, but it was a big Bible um, on the buffet mm-hmm. where we should have food, but it was the Bible, and it was open up to Psalms 23. Always, never turn. Uh, every Sunday Amazing. morning until noon, there would be gospel, whether I was at home with my parents or visiting over to my grandma's house. So I wasn't mm-hmm. far off, you know, from having a relationship with a God. Um, and mm-hmm. a picture of Jesus on the Christ, and we're not Catholic, so I didn't even know the difference as a kid. But there were symbols, and even the serenity prayer, I thought, was part mm-hmm. of the Bible, and it's not, but I like it. But the form of mm-hmm. religion or the form of God that showed up for me were in these things, and for me, just pulling for that yearning of a connection with the bigger being was there for me too, and I didn't know how to answer it. My aunt gave me mm. a little pocket Bible, and it was just the book of Psalm, Psalms, and mm-hmm. those things I relate back to. So as I'm reading through your book, I'm just like, oh, boy. Part of me was like, and my husband was like, are you going to be able to get through it? And I said, I don't know, <laughs> because I mm-hmm. haven't written down my story, and I haven't really shared it with anybody that could get back to my family and hurt them because mm-hmm. I said that, that that they were a bad person or they did these damaging things. I just want to share mm-hmm. my story, but hadn't found a way. And, and then here comes your book many years later mm-hmm. to explain it with some poetry, um, with some, mm-hmm. it, it's an easy, hard read, if, I, if that makes sense. It's easy in the mm-hmm. sense yeah. that it's not jumbled with a lot of jargon and words above me or any mm-hmm. you know reader just trying to process something to see if this book can mm-hmm. offer me some healing. But the other um mm-hmm. The other thing that I really enjoyed about it, enjoyed, not like happy enjoyed, but enjoyed that a sigh of relief that somebody out there, mm-hmm. too, understands. Because when I um, saw the the height of the Me Too movement, I just didn't connect with mm-hmm. the women that oh, were that's... speaking mainly. So, that's yeah, come on, jump in here. Yeah, that's Said the it. same as me, the Me Too movement. I am... You know, I'm all for those voices being loud and proud and, and, and for all those stories to be told. But I mm-hmm. also had a very hard time relating or, re- or, or anyone's voice really resonating for me. So that's interesting. It seemed traumatic what they went through. But what you say in your story, mm-hmm. you don't talk about your dad being evil, mean, bad. He's, 
he's a good dad. And then right. there's this, this trigger that has been flipped for you and should not have been by him, should not have been witnessed by, you know, a mother standing off in the background or anything. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have experienced it. Mm-hmm. And when I think right. of what happened with me and my dad, and people say, well, why didn't you say anything? Because it's my dad. It's an authority figure. felt like my mom knew about it. So who am I going to tell if not these two people who right. already know about it? And if it was wrong, they wouldn't be having me do this, would they? You know, so right. what right. what do you say? And I, I learned to, um, just like you requested the tickles, I requested, you know, to service my dad so that I can, you know, get whatever it was I wanted, not thinking of prostitution right. or pimping myself out, but it was an exchange. You know, I'll right. get something um, in exchange for this thing. And... Mm-hmm. just never could mm-hmm. explain it to anybody that I don't look at my dad as a bad person. Now, do I want mm-hmm. my husband or my, my children's grandfather? You know, I don't, I don't want my kids to right. have to go through right. that with anyone. Um, right. But I don't look at my right. dad as a, a bad person. A lot of my good stuff comes from him, which is like, how do you feel bad about this thing when there was so much right. good, you know? So that's you right. talk about, you talk about your dad and then they say, oh, you, you say you were abused by your dad? How? You know, yeah. your dad, yeah. you know. So, well, right. So, so, you know, yeah, there for the grace of God go either one of us because w- 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 anyone could be interpreting me, you, or the next person as a one-dimensional person. Clearly, mm-hmm. we're not. And mm-hmm. clearly, your father or your mother are not. And that's, right. that is part of the main, you know, thrust of my story is that, you know, we can do better. We can, yes, there are, there's bad behavior. There's mistakes made and who among mm-hmm. us doesn't make them. And, right. you know, what our job, you know, our goal should be is, is finding the expansive perspective and finding the ways in which, yeah, everyone suffers along the way. People make mistakes, and, and hopefully we get to the point where we evolve and, and are better and are kinder mm-hmm. and are more mm-hmm. loving. And that's and if we're all on the same track trying to do that, we're all going to lift each other up that way. Absolutely. Like, you know, the pointing the fingers and keeping people stuck in, yeah. you know, whatever behavior is like, that's, that's not going to work. It doesn't work. It doesn't because there's so much more to tell. Our time is up, Antonia. Tell people how they can get a copy. I know it went so fast. Tell people how they can get a copy of your <laughs> memoir, Underwater Daughter. They they need to read this healing too, and to also offer forgiveness. Yeah. That's what you also offered in this book. I know yeah. what happened. I understand yeah. it now, and the forgiveness mm-hmm. that was there. We could keep talking, but you yeah. got to go. So yep. tell people how to get in touch with right. you. Outside of this, needs to be read. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine, it was a pleasure talking with you. Go to my website, antoniadegnan.com. There's plenty of ways you can purchase the book there or just find out about me. You can go on to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, all the places, independent bookstores, libraries. Everybody can at least order it if they don't have it. Yes. All right. I wish you much success as you are on this journey to share healing with so many other people. Until the next time I pass cross, you have a super day. Thank you. Write that story. I will. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye now.